Thanks for joining us on Community Matters here on 95.3 WBCK and anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. It's brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln and our hats off to them for making our Saturday mornings together possible. Joining us now from the Battle Creek Public Schools, Superintendent Kim Carter and Communications Manager Nathan Hunt. Welcome to you both. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Well, it's uh, been a little while since we've talked, Kim, hasn't it? (laughs) It has been a while, but I'm just so excited to be here with you today, talk a little bit about what's happening in Battle Creek Public Schools and share our story. Yeah, that's exactly the point, to try and reset our conversations and say, what are the three focuses you have, the three main priorities happening now in the district. Number one is always academic excellence, right? Making sure that our students um, are able to attain academic excellence so that they are both college, career, and community ready. So that's our first priority. It anchors everything that we do, and we want to make sure that the other priorities are all in service of that one essential goal. Mm -hmm. Um, But in support of that, in order for schools to actually be successful, we also have to be financially sustainable. And so we're constantly working on enrollment. um, And our enrollment efforts are uh, promoted by the development of new and exciting, innovative programs. So that's another priority for us. And then finally, um, well, and probably equal to that, is the priority of making sure that we recruit and retain high quality staff. So what kind of a challenge has it been knowing how things have been going? Everything's more expensive than it used to be. Has that affected the district? You know, honestly, we are in a great financial position five years into the transformation. Last year was the first year in more than 10 years that we actually increased enrollment year over year. And so we're excited that families are beginning to not only believe in the change, but come for themselves and see the change. So the finance part is where we are most stable and where we have created some significant improvements. What are some of the examples or or maybe the main example you can call to mind of the change you're talking about, the transformation? When you see it, you say, yep, there it is. Uh, let's talk about our lighthouse school, which is the the high school, right? And so we've been able to transform the the classic high school experience into a career academies model, where students are entering in small learning communities as early as ninth grade, and then they're able to actually explore careers and choose a pathway early to actually think about what they want to do after high school. We're setting them up for success. Today, I actually am coming from um, a visit to the high school where Bearcat ambassadors, student ambassadors walked me around the school. And I think one of the sound bites that I offer is the student who told me that they are in the BEAT Academy, which is Business, Engineering, and Industrial Technology. And he is a junior who is studying business, but because of the exploration of new careers has decided that he wants to be an entrepreneur in the healthcare industry. Um, and had never thought about that in the absence of having this experience of exploring what's possible. That's really interesting. I I can go back years of radio broadcasting and remember a conversation I had with listeners one time where we talked about whether or not at age 18, we are ready for some of the, the more adult decisions that have to be made, even 
college decisions that have to be made right away at that age and, uh, and have had many conversations subsequent to that. What you're saying is flipping the approach, the process, the experience they're having gets them thinking in these terms sooner. Fair to say? Very much so. And I think what we are learning is that kids don't even know what's possible. They hear these um, major fields like doctor, lawyer, teacher, but they don't realize that there's so much more. Let's take the healthcare industry, for example. It's not just about nurses and doctors. There are all the engineers. There are the phlebotomists. There are all of these other potential careers that are tied to that industry that they now have an access to and an understanding of. I had another student who said, as a result of being in the industrial technology um, pathway, I am now going to leave college. I want to be in the career technical field, and I want a job at Duncan Aviation. And so we're also building current community leaders who will stay in the community and add to the economics here. Hmm. Think about that for a second. Maybe the most prominent idea for a young person is to graduate and fly the nest and go take on the world, right? (laughs) But uh, communities would love it if someone would graduate and say, I want to contribute to my community and I'm going to stay right here. How nice is that? Absolutely. You know, an indicative of our success has been the partnerships. Right now, Battle Creek Central is now an approved satellite campus for KCC. And so what that means is that we've eliminated the barrier that students had of getting to KCC for college credits. And now some of their instructors can come to Battle Creek Central teach classes right there on campus and provide students with a new um, level of access. So I was talking to another student today who is in the EMT program Mm -hmm. and is receiving some um, dual enrollment credits and is looking to be an uh, emergency medical technician right here in this community. So again, what an amazing partnership that we've created with opportunities for kids. There's a couple of examples of of the priorities you've been working on. Is there another? We continue to work on recruitment of high quality staff. And so we have some amazing innovations that we're testing right now to try to reach that aim. One of which is a partnership with the city that offers a $20,000 down payment on housing for people who move into this area. And so we were able to expand the area also um, for looking for housing. And so it's $20,000 in one catchment area and $10,000 down payment assistant in another catchment area. We've had 60 staff members take advantage of the housing incentive since 2018, which again is adding value to the community that we serve. You know, it's interesting. I just had a conversation with the mayor about there being an interest in expanding available housing in the area. I suppose this would be a shot in the arm for that, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And along with that, we have some, um, we have a lot of community members ask about some of our unused properties that we still own, right? Mm -hmm. We still have Washington. We still have Southwestern or Southeastern. I get them all mixed up. um, One of the academies. And so those buildings were 
looking at repurposing by selling them to um, developers that might be able to turn them into some housing. We're constantly looking at ways that we can serve the community that is also serving us. The last time we spoke was years before the COVID-19 pandemic. Now we're talking again. How did that affect the day-to-day? And as you look back on it now, do you feel as though you've come through it and uh, and things are, quote, back to normal? Well, you know, there's a saying that you grow through what you go through. And mm. I think that's what is happening in Battle Creek Public Schools right now. We're growing through some of the changes that have been basically forced upon us as a result of um, COVID-19, be it the way in which we even instruct students, right? We've learned a lot about how to engage kids in a different way, especially when technology is such a real part of their everyday lives. And so while we may have been taking it slow, COVID-19 has really rapidly um, created a trajectory that means that we need to really understand technology and how to leverage it for academic success. So that's one of the um, long-term lasting impacts. But then we are inextricably linked to what's happening in the community through staff shortages, increased costs. So all of those things are impacting our schools as well. And we're just trying to be innovative in our response and make sure that we can continue to create academic excellence for kids. Are you in contact with others in your position who are battling the same battles? I mean, is there interaction that you have and solution sharing and that sort of thing? It's funny that you should say that because as I stated earlier, I was running a little bit behind for this call. And that was because (laughs) I was on a learning network of superintendents from across the United States Hmm. that meet on a regular basis to think about problems and challenges and share the solutions that they are using collaborating around problem solving. And I actually am involved in like seven different networks because I'm constantly trying to hear from others what's happening, what are you learning, what are you doing, because schools are very different now. Seven different networks. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of calls, Kim. Calls and meetings and conversations, but it's all good stuff. Well, we appreciate the update. And uh, I imagine that... uh, as we move forward, you've been working to try and and open lines of communication more. Nathan, of course, is part of your team now. And how does that work? I mean, uh, folks are traditionally communicating with you, I'm sure, but also you're trying to reach them electronically and so on. And either one of you can take that question if you want. Honestly, I can speak to the amazing work that, that Kim has done here internally in that I don't know how many school districts out there host at least biannual listening tours where we're in the midst of those right now going around to every single school and Superintendent Carter's meeting with the staff either early in the morning or in the afternoon after school gets out and talking through what's going well here, where can you use some extra support, and then following back up with those buildings afterwards. That's been the cool part as a communications manager for a school district to be able to work for a superintendent who goes out and is intentional about doing those things. Obviously, you know, family and communications has has been impacted dramatically by COVID-19. We got into a new cadence during that time where we were just constantly putting information out there because it was so necessary. Um, So one of the silver linings that came out of that was, you know, the ability to be in constant communication with our parents when we need to be. And I think we would be remiss if we did not 
mention the bond work that we're doing right now as one of our key components. I just saw some some drafts of some of the the library student innovation center is going to look like. Mm. That work is in the very early stages right now. Um, but while we're on here, uh, you know, speaking with the community, wanted to make sure that they know we're still working on that. We've got a, a lot of uh, requests for proposals going through, some of the early work going on, getting their new auditorium planned out. Um, so exciting things are in store there. And even the staff, having met with them recently, are excited about some of the curriculum changes that are going to be coming as well. So exciting things happening over at uh, Northwestern Middle School on Limit Street in Battle Creek. Thank you to the community for voting for that bond and creating an opportunity for us to adjust the student experience at the middle school. We are deeply appreciative of that. Well, let's certainly stay in touch on all of those things. And when we have new updates to present, we'll do it here. Thank you, Richard. We'd love to continue to get the word out and we look forward to having a conversation again in the very near future. Kim Carter, Nathan Hunt, Battle Creek Public Schools. That'll do it for Community Matters this week. Thanks for being with us. Don't forget you can uh, submit an email to us if you'd like, communitymatters at shoplakeviewford.com. The program is brought to you by Lakeview Ford, Dickman and Washington in downtown Battle Creek. And if you missed an episode or you want to hear one again, just go to battlecreekpodcast.com. 